Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Valerie. And I'm apparently going back through puberty again. My voice cracking there at the end of hello. Hi, everybody. I don't know what's going on. I think it's just the weather. My throat is so dry. Yeah. It's that time of year and I keep going from different places. and different time zones and different. Yeah, it's 11 o'clock p.m. for me right now. Like that's where I'm at. So this yeah, is an really, after dark episode. It is, but in my brain, even more. Ooh. So get ready, kids. Ooh, I've got, <laughs> I've got the bleep button ready to go, just in case. I'm not worried. I'm not about gonna it. swear. Tracy might swear at me with yeah. my choices. Well, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Well, after the type the- of show, if you and Tracy didn't upset each other with the choices that you've made, so it's so funny because. Like, we're so nice. I mean, at least Tracy is. And so it's funny <laughs> to, like, Tracy. see how, like, far off we are. But I also wanted to show you what I got in the mail. I, I got it. my running tank top in the mail. And I'm going to wear it, Tracy, to the gym tomorrow so that I can run in it and make sure there's no weird rubbing. Good and I was, like, I was like, what can I be? And I looked up Bluebird's. Um, at Disney, and there are so many different birds that are blue. Yes, there's the true. Pixar bird with the big feathers that jumps on the wire, and mm-hmm. then there are the blue birds from Cinderella. And that's the, a very good so point. many. That's there's a very so good many. Point. Yeah, I could, I could. Is the blue fairy the one that's a little bit um, plumper? Yeah. Um, yeah, so the blue fairy the, from Pinocchio or the no, blue fairy no, from not Pinocchio from That's, Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I think uh, she's yeah, yeah, she's fun. The blue fairy from uh, Sleeping Beauty is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Although not you blue. would make a beautiful blue fairy from Pinocchio. I don't think I would make a beautiful fairy at all of any Listen, kind, but I appreciate it. This is coming I from agree. a guy who's dressed as Rapunzel. You would make a beautiful blue fairy. <laughs> I don't know if that gives you more credit. <laughs> Like we're this conversation or not, Tracy? Like it's going to be interesting. Wear Rapunzel dress. I don't know that that really okay. It, it's going to be interesting taking that through TSA. So we'll see what <laughs> they don't care. They've seen worse. They don't care. Um, they, yeah, they see weirder stuff all the time. I do want to say thank you to everybody who donated to our team for Yay. the Run Disney for Anaheim, but Tracy, because he's crazy, Tracy. It still needs to raise money for his dopey run in Orlando. And this is how crazy Tracy is. He is going to run in Orlando. Is it the 5K, 10K, and half marathon? And the full. And uh, he's doing the full dopey. I just threw up in my mouth. Um, And a full marathon to raise money for the American Cancer Society. And then he's going to go home for a week. And then he's going to... Not even four days, and then yeah. he's going to meet us in Anaheim, where he's going to run it all again. We need well, to get you it like a psychiatric, like tested, or we need to do some kind of intervention. There's, I think he's just, just oh. starting his running in Orlando, and he's just running from go. Orlando to Anaheim, and just is going to be his <laughs> yeah. And and for those that are only listening and not viewing, I am not a uh, I'm not an athletic person, I'm not an athletic man. So this is not easy. I but mean, this you seem week, to be because you do this every got, year. I've got 45 minutes Monday, 45 minutes Tuesday. I'm going to walk three miles. No, excuse me. I'm I'm yeah. 45 Monday, 45 Tuesday. Wednesday will be a six mile walk. Thursday will be a 13 mile jog walk, and then. Friday over at the Oval, I'm going to do 20. I think you sound pretty athletic. That's oh, just boy. saying. Just <laughs> saying. I'm going to do uh, a ton of walking tomorrow and Tuesday. Excellent. I'm going to a convention. And then... Uh, oh, you're doing the, the, the Brandon Sanderson one. I am. I'm going to Dragon oh, Steel. Nice. Nice. Tomorrow, so. My friend... Uh, 
my friend Gama Martinez has a booth there. So stop oh, and say hello. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I it's, I'm going just to go like, just as a, as like, that's a, weird. I know. I, I haven't done <laughs> a convention like that in a long time. So I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know if I remember how to do it. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but so I'll walk a ton then. And then Wednesday I'll, I'll get, get 45 minutes to an hour in. And then Thursday we're doing three miles for the human race. Doing the human race out in Sandy. Yeah. Which I think uh, is such a funny name for a race, but I get it, but it still sounds funny. Yeah. It's yeah. the human race. Yeah. It, it's kind of like uh, it. I can't help but think of George Costanza's uh, charity from Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it's the human race for the human fund or whatever. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I and think I'm it's going to that with you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. kind of adding myself onto your date with your wife. Yep. Well, we're excited to have you. I mean, my wife's funny though. I think we're going to walk mostly because she's like, sure. I'm yeah. not running just so you yeah. know. I said, it's, yeah, it's a fun run slash walk. You don't yeah. have to. Yeah. Run. There's, so, there's, there's all sorts of kids. I've done that race a couple of times and it's, it's fun. There's lots of kids, yeah. there's costumes and yeah. can I leapfrog these kids as I'm running? Totally. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's required, actually. I'm going to get arrested. (laughs) I will say, after after Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday, I'm planning on just being in a coma for Friday, Tracy. I'm not doing 20 miles or whatever ridiculous amount you're doing. I got to burn off all that pie. Well, I should probably do that, too, but I'm going to do it by sleeping. (laughs) Jake, I visually got this picture of you at your convention, like, you know, when you have somebody go, like Whoa. you usually are the one that's talking or like you're a manager or whatever, and then you get pushed aside so someone else can talk and you just don't know where to put your hands. Like yeah. I just imagined you at the convention, like, what do I do? Where do I put my hands? I don't have a lanyard. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I have a lanyard. With I a don't have to, but you don't have to like run anywhere. You don't have to take no, pictures. I just, or, the only thing I have to be at at a certain time is I, I got picked for one of the drawings to get a uh, book signed. Nice. That's awesome. So, um, and that's at a specific time. So that's the only thing that I have to be somewhere at a specific time. Everything else. Are I they doing panels and stuff too? Yeah. There's a bunch of panels um, and they've got some other authors that are coming to that are, that they're spotlighting as well. Like Chris Paulini, who did the Aragon. Yeah. Not Eric Warren. But the yeah. dragon, right? The, I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and then a couple. Dan Wells, I think, comes to everything that Brandon Sanderson does because they, cool. yeah. So, right. um, so they'll they'll have that. They're doing like their podcast live and and things like that. And they are doing a release party on Tuesday night for for the last in the Skyward series, um, Defiant. I'm not as big a fan of that series. And so I'm not as excited about that portion of it, but everything mm-hmm. else is going to be a lot of fun. So that's great. Yeah. I'm actually off work for two weeks, which is nice, but I have like 85 movies to watch because <laughs> I have missed so many things, but tomorrow I'm excited. Or I guess today I'm excited because I'm going to be seeing the color purple and oh, I nice. am crossing my fingers that it's going to be as amazing as I think it's going to be. And then I get, yeah. And then um, the new Nicolas Cage movie I'll be seeing tonight. Um, so, something scenario. I don't have my phone on me, so I don't know what it's called. And then tomorrow um, I'm going to see uh, Wish because I okay. missed that screening. And I'm going to see, um, I'm not seeing Wonka. I'm seeing that in a couple of weeks because the Wonka screening is tomorrow night, but I haven't seen um, um, uh, Napoleon yet. And I have Mm. to see Wish and Napoleon because I have to talk about them on Wednesday on Good Things Utah. So because Thanksgiving is Thursday and Black Friday is Black Friday, um, I'll be live on Good Things Utah on Wednesday to talk about the shows that are opening for Thanksgiving. Um, And I have to say there's another animated movie in there that kind of snuck up on me this year called Leo that you can watch on um, Netflix right now. And I watched it um, when I was with Sammy and Dave in San Diego, just on like my pre-screen thing. And they were both like, whatever. And so they were chatting and doing stuff and I turned it on and they both 
became enamored with it. Mm. And then when Dave and I were in San Diego again to see his mom and we were just chilling, he's like, can we watch Leo again? And I'm like, hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm going to say it, it has like Dave loves it. Um, okay. It's an Adam Sandler production. Oh, um, Adam I, Sandler does no, play trailer. the main character. Um, but our favorite comedian um, plays the other character. So um, that's Bill Burr. So it's kind of, uh, I think anytime angry Bill Burr is in anything, Dave's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was actually, it was very funny and very smart and a lot of fun. So I'll be talking about that. I'll be, I'll be talking about Wish. I'll be talking about Napoleon. Um, Wish. And one more. I, I can't tell if Disney is just really off their game with marketing with some right. of these animated films or if Wish isn't good. I, I can't tell what it I is. Tell, but I mean, I there was a lot it, of stuff smart. that... There was a lot of stuff at both D23 last year and Destination D23 about Wish. And um, there have been a lot of pop-up stuff about Wish all around, except for, I think, in Utah. But everywhere that I've gone outside okay. of Utah, I've seen a ton of stuff about Wish. So Everybody in Utah will go to any Disney film anyway. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, we're cool. usually, like, the top place for Disney movies. So right. They figure um, we don't need to spend marketing dollars. Yeah, they um, sent me a bunch of stuff for, like, the soundtrack and that kind of thing. Um, and so, like, I think I have a good feeling about it, but it's going to be really hard for the category. We're going to start getting into nomination season and I'm sure we'll do our regular show about kind of our picks. Mm -hmm. um, but I have to vote in a couple weeks for the Utah Film Critic Association to get our initial votes in before we then all come together and right. do that. And I have to say my top five without wish is already full. Yeah. So it will have to beat some pretty good animated movies uh this year but yeah i have uh across the spider verse of course of number of one in that category <laughs> and i also have it number one as best film of the year so Ooh. suck it <laughs> not well, you guys a few no, years ago when the original came out the utah film critics association did have yeah. Spider-Man into the spider versus the number one film of the year but this is the thing it wasn't in any of the consideration um online stuff and this year variety actually has it in the contenders in the top 30 contenders that mm. could possibly be best picture and it would be amazing if we had that even it to be nominated yeah. as best picture because categories are starting to change and mm -hmm. animated movies are starting to become big contenders and so i don't understand why you can't i don't remember i was going to look this up is that there was another animated movie that was, was it Frozen? That was voted in there as um, one of the nominees for Best Picture one year? Or was it Little Mermaid? I can't, I can't I remember. Could be wrong. I don't want to look it up. I'm lazy. Yeah. Um, you can get mad at us because we don't know it and comment on this <laughs> and then we'll all know it. That's fine. We like We're a little friction. We like a little friction. No. Yeah. yeah, so I'm basically making up for a lot of movies that I haven't watched. I have about seven in-theater screenings this week, and then I wow. have about 11 screeners that I need to watch, and then I have five more movies next week. And then I yeah. still have some that I have to make up for. I, there's a lot that I just haven't seen. So, Wow. I'll tell you what, though. That, that Napoleon one is wild to me. It's wild. Mm -hmm. Number one, I don't know when you're doing a sequel. It's hard when you get a different actor to play the character. And who would have thought that a curly-haired kid from Preston, Idaho would end up being an emperor in Europe. I mean, that's just crazy to me. It seems like a leap. Seems like a leap. Jake, are you being sarcastic right now? A hundred percent I'm being sarcastic. I know. I, I know. For those that, I, I hope, my professors at the U would be furious <laughs> at me where I studied history if I didn't know the difference between Napoleon Bonaparte and Napoleon Dynamite. You, you you had John Hedder and you replaced him with Joaquin Phoenix? What, I mean, it's an upgrade. Acting-wise, it's an upgrade. Oh, no I don't know. Upgrade. I don't know. Is it um, Hedder or Heater? I've heard uh -huh. it both ways. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. But <laughs> I met Colin Brokman. 
because Joaquin will kill you if you call him Joaquin. So yes, yes, for sure. But when you're big, you can you can say. Anyway. But you know, when you're working with uh, Ridley, you know. Yeah. Although, and that's where well, like Ridley thing. is like either hit yes. or super miss for me. Yes. So and we're going to see. I've heard the action sequences are great, but I've heard it's as, even though it's three hours, I hear it's like kind of um, like they're just t touching the surface of the character. Yeah. So there is a four hour Apple version coming. There's a four hour director's cut. Yeah. And there's a four-hour flowers, uh, killers of the flower moon cut available. I'm too. I'm seeing that this week too, so we'll see. They're both getting mixed reviews. Hours. Both of those movies are getting mixed reviews, but they're both on the list for best picture, best actor, best director, best soundtrack, everything. So I have to go and see them. I think um, one, of the, one of the dark horse ones that seems to be coming up that I'm hearing a lot of at least critics saying good things about is the holdovers. That is a the good holdovers movie. is I a very good that. movie. Um, if you like um, movies like The Tender Bar, which I really enjoyed, The Tender Bar. Um, if you like, um, uh, oh my gosh, it's one of my top five movies of all time with Robin Williams and Matt Damon. Goodwill <laughs> Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Almost like good things. Kind of Dead well, Poet well, Society. It's yeah. it's along the same yeah. tone as as these like off key students, uh -huh. um, a, a teacher that kind of you know comes into their helps them come into their own, and they have this bond. Um, it's a very quiet um, movie that like is a... just written well and acted well. It's nothing super new, but right. a just really well made right. movie. Just like that, I went on and on about the tender bar on mm -hmm. our show for like a whole that. year. Um, and I really love that that movie and air, which was also one of my favorite movies this year is both in top contenders for best picture, um, best actors, best screenplay. Um, so I do like both of that cause I really liked air. So. Well, we will talk more about awards and movies and things like that as the year goes on, because I'm sure the nominations, once they come out, we'll talk about that. And that That's next year. But anyway, well, today we're talking about movies from the year we were born right now. Well, not this is not the year we were born, but right now we're talking about the movies from the year we were born uh, or the years because we were all born in different years. Um, and that's that's what we're talking. I wore a shirt appropriate. You did. You can't see it, Jake. What you're you're only really your head right now. Oh, I can see it. That's the okay. E shirt. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. A, it's an ET shirt because uh, my year is 1982. But I took ET off of my list because obviously everyone can agree it's a, an amazing movie, and I don't think there was anything cultural wise that even touches what ET was phenomenon as a phenomenon in the pop culture psyche at the time. I'm not so even sure we're gonna. Crazy, I anyway. I don't even know either, but we're gonna pretend, <laughs> and we're gonna go around. We're gonna follow a little bit of some rules today, and we're gonna do one at a okay. time. Okay. We'll go around, and then we'll do our. We'll just run through our list of, you know, ones that we should just touch on. But um, I'll start since this is my idea, um, <laughs> right. and I'm gonna totally surprise everybody out of the oh. gate and say Rocky Two. What? I'm I know sure. you are shocked. <laughs> you are shocked. I love this movie so much. And because um, Creed two is actually my favorite in the Creed series and in Creed two, which I did watch again over the weekend. Um, there are a lot of quotes from that movie that are from Rocky two because um, they both uh, propose to their wives in Creed two and Rocky two, which is really, really fun. Um, they're kind of both going up uh, against somebody that they know is is kind of a better fighter or and they're the underdog. But I feel like Rocky's always the underdog and then he always wins. But um, no, I really like Rocky, too. Um, I still think it's it didn't do as well as at the box office as um, the original, but I still think it's just as good. It has so many yeah. different aspects like you have the same formula from the beginning, but I think all the Rocky and Creed movies follow that formula and I love it. 
But um, yeah, I thought it was just as strong. Yeah, I agree. I think Rocky Two uh, is one of those rare sequels that that hits the same heights that the original did, and uh, and that was hard to do with yeah. Rocky being the original because Rocky's really good. One of the things I've always liked about Rocky Two more than Rocky is that he does actually win at the end, and I like happy endings. And it's yeah. not that the other one wasn't a happy ending, but it's kind of that I went the distance. That was what I set out to do. Yeah, but I think we all wanted to see the little guy come back and win it. Uh, yeah. in the second movie so yeah that's a great Agreed. choice obviously none of us are gonna argue I, I also love the part where they're both you have creed you have creed and you have rocky and they're sitting there and they're like rocky like what do you think is gonna happen and he's like you know are you gonna you gonna be able to win this guy and he's like well he seems pretty mad or <laughs> he seems pretty angry like i just love that line because Creed's over there like, da, 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 and then they go to Rocky and he's like, well, he seems pretty angry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's so many good lines, yeah. like how he proposes. So do you think you might want to marry me? Like, the, the, the proposal scene is classic to me and I love it because it's a callback to the first movie because those guys that he's doing the, um, what, the loan shark guys they saw and they're like yeah take it to a park and then he says a not nice word that i'm not going to repeat on air <laughs> or to the zoo take her to the zoo they love the zoo and so he takes her to the zoo to propose i'm like this is just classic rocky like oh yeah that was actually a pretty good idea even though they were insulting yeah. him he doesn't even know like, well then oh, i yeah. love it because in creed 2 when uh michael b jordan's creed is going to propose to his girlfriend he's out in the hallway and he's like well how did you propose? And he's like, well, I mean, it, cause he's, t he's telling, you know, Adonis to like, tell her, give her your heart and get down on one yeah. knee and be yeah. suave. And he's like, well, what did you do? And he's like, I mean, I kind of just said, Hey, you know, <laughs> she can marry. And he's like, but like, don't do that. <laughs> you know? yeah, and, then, and then Adonis went in and he kind of flubbed his as well because um, his girlfriend didn't have her hearing aids in. So he like, did this bleeding heart like total thing she and she turns it. around and shuts the door on his face. <laughs> I, love, I love both of those. I just I just love how they're in tandem. It makes my heart yeah. happy. That's my first one. I and I love last thing I'll say about Rocky too. Um the scene where you know she's been unconscious in a coma since the baby was born. And Rocky cannot focus on training until he knows that she's going to be okay. And when she wakes up and she kind of pulls him close, she's like, I need you to do one thing for me. It's like, what? She's like, come here. And he leans in. She's like, win. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps now. I'm like, finally, he's going to like, that's going to unleash the beast. And he's, yeah. and even Mick knows it. He's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> it's got some veins <laughs> popping out. <laughs> So I, I'm glad you went with Rocky two for your first pick, Val, because in 1982, Rocky three came out, and that what? is one of my picks. What? It is not as strong as Rocky or Rocky two, but I still it's love not Rocky it. Rocky four. Rocky, Rocky four, four is amazing. I, don't hear anything I know like I love it, Rocky but so many people argue with us about it. No, I know no, those people are wrong. They are wrong. Listen, I'll fight. I'll fight you. At Rocky Let's all just come together as Rocky fans and agree that Rocky Five should have never happened. As long that as we can agree on that, yes. So I totally uh, keep forgetting that there was a Rocky Five. I know, and that's <laughs> the best thing to do with that one. But I, I love this um, because this is Rocky now. He's a champ, and he's settling into that. And Mick is protecting him. He's kind of become a paper champ because Mick knows he he's not one of these young, healthy fighters. He's been through it. And the fact that he's at the top right now, like he's not going to be able to keep up with someone like a clubber Lang. And in their first match, he just gets clobbered. Uh, my, uh, yeah, I said clobbered, not clubbered. So it's fine. Um, but, but I just, and, and then Rocky's got to totally reinvent himself going out to the West coast training with Apollo. Uh, you get one of the best 1980s accidental homoerotic scenes ever as they're running on the beach. And, and he's wearing the crop top shirt. Apollo and the very, is very short shorts. Yeah, and they're running through the water. When they get there, they're all hugging and stuff. 
I'm like, it's up there with the volleyball. They made so many dreams come true in that oh, yeah. scene from all sides. All <laughs> sides were Everybody very was excited. Everyone was thought it was a win. The director uh, is like, that's cinema history right there. It's so yeah. inclusive. I love it. I I just this movie is just it, it kind of creates that relationship between Apollo and Rocky that now plays out through the rest of the series with the Creed series and everything else. Um, I, I and Hulk Hogan as Thunderlips, Thunderlips, just awful. That is still that the is most so... awful name. Don't Google that name. Don't <laughs> don't no. do it. Because like some people are like, I wonder what Hulk Hogan's name was in that movie. And yeah, then, so just Google Hulk Hogan in yeah. Rocky Three. That's the safe don't. way to find out. Yeah, yeah. Don't Google Thunderlips. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulk Hogan is such a bad actor, and I oh, will wow. always say yeah. that. I oh, mean, yeah. anyway, but I, I love Rocky Three. It's one of my favorite movies, um, and I love the Yay, scene at the go end Rocky. where Excellent. they're boxing. Go. They're doing the rematch. It's like you're gonna ring the bell, Rocky. and Apollo's like, ding, ding. 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 Yeah, I love it every time. I love it. It reminds me of Ted Lasso. Whistle, whistle. <laughs> they did. They did that in uh, Next Goal Wins as well. Yes, I'm excited. That I am going. I'm going to see that movie this that one, week as well. So, and hopefully we can talk about that. That one's yeah. also one that's very inclusive, which is cool. Yeah, it is. Hey. And yeah, uh, it is. I, I just got a hold of the documentary. I'm going to watch that uh, hopefully nice. this week. I would nice. like to as I'd like to watch that as well. Yeah. So, let's let's uh, just make a pact that we're gonna watch it and then both of them and then we can talk about it because I would really like to talk about it. All like right. a blood pact or just a regular pact? I think regular one would be fine in this yeah. case, right? I don't think we need a blood oath or anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can we just blink twice? All right, we're in. All right. <laughs> Tracy. We can't pinky swear because you know. Well, I, I really wish, Tracy, that you were born the same year that Rocky came out, but I right. don't think it would have worked, but it, it would not. Dang it, Tracy. I know. Curse my age. All right, fine. What's your stupid movie? <laughs> wow. Wow. Just that's kidding, where we're going. Tracy. I'm just kidding. Tracy. Picking up from the last episode, just continuing on. Previously. I love you. <laughs> you can tell. If I don't I give you a hard time, I don't like you. Well, this is yeah. this is one I don't think is stupid. And it's it's well, one we've on. talked about, it's one we talked about on this show, but it was in my birth year, which was 1975, and that is Steven Spielberg's Jaws. Yay! Okay, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and also not surprising. I don't think any of us have picked a surprise pick yet. Not yet. No, I, I think I've got, oh, I'm, I've got, I'm getting I've got at least one. I've got at least one that'll surprise you. Oh, I don't think I've got a surprise on my list at all. But, but uh, yeah, this is this is one. This is where, like, the shark movie obsession started, you know. Um, and coming up this Christmas, there is a, a, a Christmas. You know how they just released that, um, that Pilgrim killing movie Thanksgiving? Yes. You know? Yes. It's, it's a movie where the pilgrim kills people, not that they're killing pilgrims. Just right, right. Yeah. So be, just another day in history. Yeah. <laughs> well, except that he's like a like a monster. It's a slasher. Yeah. Which is Again. also very historically accurate. Yeah, so, I'm like just yeah. But this but time, like modern times. It's like now, happening right yeah. now. Not, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, it actually has like 90 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So um, sure it does. I'm sure it does. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but the, yeah, no, the, the point Ron of this too. is there is there is a Christmas shark movie out there, and it's called Santa Jaws, and it's ah. horrible but wonderful at the same time. So okay, okay, uh, yeah. I mean, we talked about it before. It's such a good movie. Um, the little the little um, boy that gets eaten, just mm-hmm. uh, little Alex. I can't think of his last name, and it's driving me crazy all of a sudden. <sighs> anyway, because it's such a great quote about how I don't want to sit here. And cut open a shark and have the little boy fall out over the dock, you know. And yeah, but uh, I can't think of it now. Anyway, it I is a great line. Remember it later, and I'll feel stupid. But it's such a good you movie. So you'll shout it like, "Ah!" Oh, <laughs> Versus. I'll look that up so real quick. So far, you go ahead. Yeah. So so far, we all agree on our first round of picks. Kittner, the little Kittner boy. I think. I'm going to be okay in both of your books for my second round. Now, all three of my movies 
are very, very different movies. So right. I'm going from Rocky Two to the Muppet movie. Hey! I yeah. love, this is my favorite Muppet movie. It's the uh -huh. original and it's where we got all the great songs and we get Kermie singing with his little banjo and we get the rainbow song, rainbow connection, which mm -hmm. we all sang in preschool and elementary. Right this along. is the best. I watched this movie so much, but I do want to say something about movies from the 1970s. Go watch the trailers to all of these oh, movies. Yeah. I'm going to put some on my mm -hmm. What to See with Val page because the Muppet movie trailer and Rocky 2 are hilarious. Like, they're hilarious. Yeah. So go watch yeah. them. It's funny. My, my favorite uh, movie trailer from the 1970s is the Star Wars, like the original Star Wars one. Because they had no idea what to do with that one to market it. And so it's just really generic and bland. And you're like, what am I? Anyway. I still think Muppets one is good. Because they're like, they call Miss Piggy this single woman. Like, <laughs> out, out on the town. <laughs> yeah, trailers are much different now. Oh, I my recently, gosh. I recently rewatched the trailer for Fargo. And I was like, wow. And that I'm was like. i jump into that one tonight. Yeah. So, but anyway, so the Muppet movie is my second choice for my favorite movie. I, second favorite movie from 1979. I remember seeing Star Wars and the Muppet movie in the theater. What? I was so scared when Kermit's bike got run over by the cement plow thing. Sure. Oh, it freaked me out when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, it's traumatic, really, when you see something like that as a kid. I also like that you share that with us, Tracy, so we can remember just how old you actually are. So yep. I was remembering the movies in the year you were born, you kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like a freshman in high school by the time my movies were coming out. Boom. <laughs> so my next one uh, from 1982, uh, we've already talked about Ridley Scott earlier on this episode. So Ooh. I'm going with Blade Runner. Oh, excellent nice choice. choice. Nice choice. Um, this is this to me is what sci-fi was in this era in the 1980s and even into the 1990s. And I think it's something that's missing from a lot of the sci-fi that we see today because it wasn't part of a franchise. It wasn't mm -hmm. some super well-known story or based on a comic book or anything like that. It was original content in a lot of ways and it just made you think like science fiction, even the books written in the 50s, 60s, 70s, they really made you stop and think more deeply about like life and reality and, you know, the whole the whole debate of, you know, who was a um, replicant. replicant and who wasn't, you know, and, and things like that. Uh, it It's just really well done. Harrison Ford is amazing in this. I mean, this is not Indiana Jones. It's not. Han Solo, and we get a different Harrison Ford, but still just amazing uh, job and performance in it. So Blade Runner. And so many other movies tried to capture that. I remember yeah. yep. seeing, remember Cherry 2000? Is that what it's called? Yep. Yep. I remember watching that. Um, and it was before I was allowed, or before I had seen Blade Runner. Um, mm -hmm. And then later in life, when I saw Blade Runner, I'm like, oh, this is, oh, wait, this came before. Because, uh -huh. and then all these other kind of AI or, uh -huh. you know, replicant or whatever movies, like it just spun this really cool, you know, suggestion, um, like you said, Jake, in that science fiction, um, you know, that just seeing movies like that. But we didn't see anything like that. All the coloring in the movie you know, mm -hmm. was so something like we just hadn't seen. Like you would see that in like a horror film or something, right. all those different darks and lights and the sound. Yeah. And yeah, I just, it's so good. And they tried to capture it in the new Blade Runner movie. And I don't have an issue with the new one. I enjoyed it, I but it. there's nothing like the original, you know, yeah. like I've watched both of them several times over the past 10 years. Yeah, I uh, I didn't see Blade Runner until I was working at the video store. And so, unfortunately, I, the first time I saw it was on VHS. And so all those beautiful blues and grays and blacks were just black <laughs> because that's how VHS was. It was just but mud. <laughs> when, um, when Blade Runner 2049 came out, they re-released yeah. Blade Runner 
and a in a remastered copy so i got to see it on the big screen and then go right into 2049 and that was a fun yeah science fiction geek uh episode for me yeah i really love how they kept the coloring in both yeah. movies they had the deep blues they had the embers they had you know all of i just it's so great yeah. Good choice. And, Good and choice. with multiple, depending on how you feel, there are multiple endings to that movie. Right. There's different. I love, I love a movie that even you know, 41 years later, we're we're still talking about what the ending meant and what right. it was, and right, like. That you did a good job with a movie when that's the case. <laughs> Being Blade Runner, those are all movies that's like nobody really knows. And it's Everybody it's interesting too. Know. If you if you go and watch some of those other cuts, it's interesting how there's not a lot in terms of length. There's not a whole lot of difference, but it completely changes the movie. Yeah, because in the Ridley Scott cut, you have the the non Harrison Ford narration. Um, mm-hmm. There's just there's a lot of changes. It's like Terry Gilliam's uh, Brazil. There's yeah. very different movies based on which cut, which edit you see. Yeah, there's a good so, one. I'm sure that's most a of good our- one. Most of our listeners have watched Brazil. That's probably a huge hit. All right, Tracy, make it good because uh, it counts on you tonight. for round two. Sorry, Tracy. <laughs> this is you after dark. This is when it we is. always have Jake like, is... with these good, quick yeah. things. So, so when I worked at the video store, we used to do employee picks, and I worked with a lot of teenage girls. And so all of them had like, while you were sleeping and stuff like that, which is all fine. But then I was like my film school self. And so I was putting up Blade Runner in Brazil and I would find like themes to go through mine. And so it'd be like obscure stuff like the cinematographer and yeah. people would just like either love my picks or hate them. It's like the Seinfeld episode where Elaine, you know, this is the second Seinfeld re- reference that we've made tonight. What yeah. is going on? I hardly ever reference Seinfeld. I mean, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's not. But I went there too when you were saying, I'm just like, yeah, it's the guy from the video store that Elaine yeah. starts to yeah. follow. Elaine loves his picks and then he lives at home with his mother. And yeah. Yeah. Tracy, <laughs> you need to do like special, like Tracy's video store diaries story and just do oh. like a 15 minute a month for there movies were... that make us and tell us like really just go on and tell a really good short story about an instance at the video store. I got, I got cursed by a pregnant woman once. I'll, I'll yeah. say that I mean, one for another day. That's but. just another Tuesday. Well, that, that's a good tease right there. <laughs> there you it's go. Crazy. It's all it's all hanging on you now, whether or not round two is going to yeah. be another really good round. Right. I think you're all proof of this one. Now, this this particular group of movies, um, this one is not my favorite, although it is for a lot of people. I think there are better ones out there, but we're going to go with Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Okay. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Love it. Love it. Yeah, Life of Brian came out my year, which is people either love Life of Brian or hate it. Is one of my all-time favorite. We we saw that as a family on Easter once, and that was during COVID. The Holy Grail. Oh my gosh, so many quotes. (laughs) I love it so much. I felt like I felt like Holy Grail was like a a rite of passage for a teenage boy in the nineties. Like. If your friends were nerdy, it's like, hey, we got to sit down. Or a teenager. I shouldn't say teenage boy because there are plenty of girls that I know Thank that did you. it. Right, right, right. So, uh, but it was like a rite of passage. If you were in a, was, that kind of group of friends. free internet. So you just had to watch it over and over on VHS yeah. to memorize it. Yeah. I remember that I saw this for the first time um, when I was skipping school um, at Taylorsville High School. Oh. And... Um, it was, I, I was a sophomore and we all went over to a friend's house. And I think like, I knew I was odd before, but like not, like I knew I was a little bit of a closet nerd cause I couldn't really be like a full on nerd. Right, and yeah. I knew I was different from like yeah. all the other girls. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> when I go over to my friend's house and there's a bunch of us and they turn this on, I had never seen it before. And I am laughing and then I'm realizing what I'm watching and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so weird. Like I just at that moment realized I am a full on nerd and I am weird. Yeah. And I'm in this house with like five guys that were my friends uh-huh. and they've all seen it and know the quotes and all of that. And so one of them lent me the VHS mm-hmm. and I brought it home and I'm watching it. And my mom's like, what the heck are you watching? Yeah. 
and I it's just so good. So good. That, that was the first movie that really made me realize that I was very different from the rest of my family because I remember getting excited about it, having seen it with some friends and uh-huh. putting it like you guys, you know, we you gotta watch this? my dad and my stepmom. We started watching it. I was like, this is such a dumb movie. And I was like, what no? No, it's Are my not parents that. not funny? Is that what I just learned? Like, they don't have a... Anyway. Nobody else in my family likes it because nobody yeah. else... Is I think story. this movie, That's when like you watch it, you yeah. realize that you are different from... Because either you watch this movie and you are totally on board for it, or you watch it and you do not understand why people like it at all. And so yeah. you fit in two categories. There are not people out there that are like, I mean... It's okay. Whatever. Like yeah. there aren't like I've never met anybody that's in the middle. Right. You either love it or you dislike it. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. Yeah. There are so many parts that I quote like way too regularly. Like it's a flesh wound. <laughs> a flesh wound all the time. Every time. I Every time I do a lot of green, no yellow. <laughs> Bring out your dead. Your mother smells of elderberries. Yeah. <laughs> so many people talk about coconuts and I start asking them about swallows and how far mm-hmm. they could carry them if it was an African or a Europe. Anyway. And either they're like, that was good. Or they're like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. I did when I, when I broke my hip, that makes it sound like I'm 90 years old. But in, in 2020, when that happened, and my wife came and helped me get in the car, and I was in a lot of pain. I said, "It's a flesh wound. Like it's." <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know. I'm delirious. It's the morphine. Listen, at this point, all I could do is revert to movie quotes. That's all I've got. Good choices. All right, so round two, round good to go. Um, round three. Uh, you know my love for war movies. Um, okay. On my flight home tonight. I watched Saving Private Ryan for the millionth time. Um, You can go see it in theaters right now. Yeah. Um, But my last movie for my top three is Apocalypse Now. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good one. So, I mean, Apocalypse Now, you have Martin Sheen, Robert Duvall, Albert Hall, Lawrence Fishburne, Harrison Ford, like Marlon Brando. It is Francis Ford Coppola. Like it's, I think I just lost you guys. Did you lose me? Am I still here? No, you're here. You all went black on my side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're you're good. So yeah, for me, the story, the cinematography, the drama, the, there's just so much. I, I think it's with these actors, even, I think it holds up because there are some moments in Apocalypse Now that I have never seen these actors, even since that movie, play this type of emotion on screen for me. So yeah, yeah. and the introduction to a lot of us to Flight of the Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah, that's a good choice. Um, my my third one, I don't think will be a surprise at all once I say it. Uh, I will say it was really hard to narrow it down to three movies for, for 1982. Oh, we're going to have runners up. No way. Yeah, so we'll get to that. <laughs> but, uh, and I think, honestly, you take any year and it's hard to narrow it down to three movies. Yeah, but, but you have one of the best years of movies. We've true. talked it, about it before. Yeah, yeah. You had an abundance of good choices. You have a plethora of Would choices. Would you say he has a plethora? And now I feel like... Uh, my third pick is going to be a disappointment because there were oh, so no. many. No, it, it'll be fine. Uh, but it's Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Nice. One of my favorite Star Trek movies. Nice. Um, it is so good. It holds up still pretty well. Um, I still have nightmares and fears that I'm going to get a little earwig or something in my ear, like mm-hmm. the little bug that they put in there. Um, just We've talked about this movie on the show. We have. And I back. made fun of most of it, but yeah. I get it. I get it. it. If you're not a Star Trek fan, you're not going to be a fan of this movie. Like, that's what it is, right? It's for Star Trek fans. But if you like 
Star Trek, I think this is one of the better. I Star just Trek thought Khan was like, just like you know. Listen, he knew he had it. You know, whatever it is, he had blowing it. in the wind, both his chest hair and the hair on his head. <laughs> I, he, I he had to be a, a similar age. That's flat. But Shatner's not going around with an open chest like that. No, like, but Ricardo. Ricardo. Well, when you when you have pecs like that. You unleash him. I think it's like Jason, it's like a lot of But I think we should also focus on his bangs a little bit because he had yeah that hair for sure that hair man yeah. So. But I'm I'm just saying when you have pecs like that, it's it's oh, yeah. contractually obligated. It's Jason Momoa. He has to have his shirt open and everything. I wonder how much oil they went through <laughs> and if he had one or two oilers. <laughs> that in between takes they went and like oiled him up. Now I want to watch the credits just to see if they have like, oh, let me know what you find. <laughs> you went with Jason Momoa taking a shirt off. I was thinking it's like Kevin Costner's butt because for a while yeah. in the nineties, every yeah. Kevin Costner movie That's had his true. butt. That's or very Kevin's bacon just flailing no. out there. I, okay. <laughs> for a Kevin's while there, he bacon. had it. I think he had it in his contract. Yeah. I was so scared to Sorry, see a Kevin gonna, Bacon movie, movie in the nineties. <laughs> I was afraid they're like Kevin Bacon's in it. I'm like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> Good thing you weren't a critic back then. I mean, I would have had opinions. Yeah. But you would have had to have seen it. Yeah. Yeah, but she would have then shared her opinions. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's a win there. But yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, this one is going to get Val yelling at me, I'm sure. Uh-oh. It's been really peaceful real far. So so. We've, had, we've had two really, really good, solid movies, right? And this one is just, this one is a childhood favorite. And it's one that I grew up on. We watched it all the time. Okay. This one has Don Knotts. Okay. Tim Conway. Oh. The Apple Dumpling Gang. Okay. Listen, I it's a knowing, good knowing our audience is located primarily in Utah and that this movie has an unbelievable cult following in Utah. I'm saying nothing negative about it. It's a classic. <laughs> People love it. I have a story about it that I don't know if I can share on this show. Ooh. So Ooh. go ahead and say your pick so everybody knows. Ooh. Well, no, I just did. Yeah. It's, did I, did I, I miss it? Apple Dumpling Game. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I think my internet is weird because you guys keep going in and out as long as I'm here. I think she's yeah. on eleven fifteen Eastern time right yeah. now. Yeah. You, you've been there the whole time. You haven't blacked out. <laughs> okay, so. good. Yeah, no, you're all good. right. It's been a while since I've seen it, but that one was on the list. And I'm like, why you know would what? I be angry about it? Just because I the don't... last couple times we've done this, I've had a pick that you got angry about. So I thought this so was assumed. Yeah, I'm like, she's I mean, not going I She's don't care about it, but I'm not angry about it. I don't think, I think I've seen this movie, a half of this movie one time. So I don't have an opinion <laughs> this was one, about this movie. This was one where Sandy Starship used to have a summer movie club where you could get like 20 movies for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And like my mom would drop us off and we would go watch it and then she'd go see something else. Or she'd go shopping and then come pick us back up. And this was one that was up there, along with Donnie and Marie Go Bananas. Yeah. That was one of the movies that was there that weekend, too. All right. All right. Apple Dumpling Gang, there is a huge, like I said, huge cult appreciation for Conway, Don Knotts. Yeah. I I did not grow up watching it. And so I've seen it a couple of times, but it's not like that nostalgia factor for me. Right. Right. It's not that I think Tim Conway and Don Knotts are incredibly talented and incredibly funny. Um, and if you aren't familiar with their work, you should oh. go. Like, if you like comedy, you need to go back. Google Tim Conway and the Dentist. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was brilliant. Physical comedy. He Like, there's nobody, very few that did it better than Tim Conway. So, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with the movie. It just doesn't have that same place in my heart that it does for a lot of people because they sure. grew up watching it like you, Tracy. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, so- that's awesome. So... I gotta see it now. I want to see if it's on Apple on Disney Plus. I mean, yeah, I thought you were gonna get mad at me, Tracy, because I didn't have Alien 
in one of my three choices, That's but it one. is, it is in my, um, runners up. So runner I'm up. just going to run through my list yep. of runners up. Um, so these are not in any particular order. Superman two. Okay. Hair. Okay. Alien. Mad Max. Kramer versus Kramer. Life of Brian. And just for you, Jake, Star Trek, the motion picture. You don't have to put that one on for me. No, it was bad, right? It was yeah, it bad. I've never yeah. seen it, but it if was made it, that year. So. If it hadn't happened, there wouldn't be Star Trek 2 and there wouldn't be the other movies. But yeah, it was All not. Right, well, I'm putting a big fat line <laughs> through it. But yeah. Superman 2, I really like hair. Um, yes. I feel like hair technically, like it, there were some things that were good about it. Not one of my favorites, but I think it's worth mentioning. Um, Alien, Mad Max, I mean, come on. Um, Kramer versus Kramer was actually a really good movie and I wouldn't mind revisiting that. And then life of Brian, which again, either people really love it or they really hate it. Some people think that they shouldn't have made that one. Um, they, but I mean, you can think what you want. Yeah. But they they push the envelope a lot and frequently. And so anyway, yeah, I mean, that's what they do. If you went in thinking they weren't going to. Yeah. By the uh, way, it's also not real, so well, <laughs> it's just comedy. And it's just like anything, right? If it's something that that the content you feel like may not be your cup of tea, yeah, you don't have to buy a ticket and you don't have to go watch it. Mm-hmm. Nope. So um, keep scrolling, kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so for my runners up, it's I like had a seventy few movies. <laughs> there's, there's quite a few. Uh, I didn't. I, again, ET is not on this list because I, I feel like that's just in a category of its own, and I'm not going to put it on a runners-up list because that just seems wrong. Um, but in 1982, we did have the thing. Uh, oh, we had, so good. Uh, we had 48 hours. Uh, we had. Let's see, Conan the Barbarian, Tron, uh, the Dark Crystal, Annie. Uh, first blood. I mean, the list really goes on Porky's. I know that's obviously a favorite poltergeist. <laughs> um, but, but just a, a bunch of really good movies. And it, like I said, it just goes on and on. It really was a great year for film. Um, and for the decade. So I did want to mention too, because I forgot it, even though it's written in my notes, speaking of first blood, like I know this is a little bit different, but 1979 apparently like if you love obscure kung fu movies mm-hmm. there's a lot of them oh a yeah a lot of them so yeah late 70s early 80s there was a lot i i also want to point out 1982 was a good year for like cross-dressing in movies because you get tootsie and victor victoria okay so, and Gandhi was also that's not cross-dressing was probably so right in that time period which one bosom buddies was probably right in that time period yeah, which is if you got bosom buddies, I used to think that was like a fever dream that I had had as a kid seeing those reruns. <laughs> it nope. wasn't actually real, but no, it is a real series where Tom Hanks and his roommate, yeah, had to yeah. dress up as women so they could have the apartment that they were living in. Yeah, so, yeah. and the whole coloring of that series is like a glamour shot picture. Oh, yeah. Like that's the coloring of the show is like, you know, all of the hues of a glamour shot. Yep. That's yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, Tracy. All right. Then um, some of the ones from 1975 that were notable. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. Jack Nicholson. Uh, Dog day afternoon. That was my first uh, serious Al Pacino. Yeah. Film. Didn't see that one. Until There's I was some in good college, quotes in that movie too. That was his first one. He saw it when he was like six months old. It was great. <laughs> he was a changed man after watching that one. No, like I saw Al Pacino and like Dick Tracy and some other stuff. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Well, this was this was my first like seventies Pacino. Yeah. By the time we were like self aware enough of like actors and stuff, like Al Pacino had kind of started doing more of that he kind was of like Dick Tracy, almost and, parodying himself at times. By the time he that. also had an oiler. Oh, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the the Disney classic, The Boy Who Talked to Badgers. 
came out in 1975. I do not think I've seen that. <laughs> I didn't even know that by was way, a thing. By the way, the honey, honey badgers. No, the boy who talked to badgers, different, yeah. different show. Yeah. No, but uh, is he, he's Rick just talking to regular badgers, not honey badgers. Nope. Just regular badgers. Uh, Rick Springfield got his idea for this song from Jesse's girls. The Western. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, back to serious ones. Funny lady. Okay. Yeah. Is that a true fact about Rick Springfield and that song? No. No. Okay. Just Tracy, sure. we would have believed uh, you. You should have oh, said yes. yes. Absolutely. That's where he got it from. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. I think that movie is awful. I'm sorry. It's, I'm going to get hate mail. I that think a that movie stuff. is awful. That I think that movie is 100% about the experience of of going and seeing it on a late yes. night. in-person experience, yeah. performances. Yes. But I sat down and watched that movie three years ago. Awful. Yeah, yeah it's like Sharknado. You can't watch it by yourself. You have to watch it, it with the right people. You watch it by yourself, Tracy. <laughs> Sharknado. We know you watch Sharknado by yourself. Well, yeah. Rocky, right. Rocky Picture oh, is, it's like the kiss of movies. Like, Kiss yes. is not good musically, but they put right. on a great show and you go for the experience. And that's, that's what you're there for. That's a good point. Good job. Uh, Stepford Wives. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is not a great movie, but it was a cultural touchstone. Uh, yeah. a, a great B movie, The Giant Spider Invasion. And Terror of Mecha Godzilla. Because you got to have a Godzilla. Ooh, yeah. I feel like I left Tron off my list and I'm feeling really bad about it because that needs to be on the list. I, I liked Tron. I'll fight you, Tracy. It's it's from, from, you and from your Apple Bottom Boys. Tron. Yeah, Apple Dumpling <laughs> Gang. That, that's one you do not want to Google. Do not Google. <laughs> I'll take that's Tron against your Apple Bottom Boys any day of the week. Tron will win. For a long time, I had a really hard time in my mind, differentiating between Apple Dumpling Gang and then a local movie called The Buttercream Gang. Did you guys ever hear I of it? No. Okay. Well, someone out there listening will have heard of they Buttercream will appreciate Gang, that. and it is not the same as Apple Dumpling Gang. Anyway. I'll... Or Adam Apple Bottom Boys. None of them. Apple None Bottom Boys. That's same. a whole different genre. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, those are our picks. Go out and watch them if you dare. <laughs> so well, things to look forward to later this year. We've got, uh, we have, we're going to do uh, Next Goal Wins, which we yep. talked about. Um, well, of course, as Jake mentioned, we'll do our Academy Awards kind of preview. I think it's just yeah. our award season. I think True. we yeah. should just do yeah. award season picks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, as we get ready to get out to Disneyland in just a few, like two months, um, yeah. holy cow, we should do a, some, we should do a Disney one to celebrate. Yeah. We'll do some live stuff there and maybe talk about some Disney movies. And then, um, a week and a half after we get back, I got two weeks of Sundance. So, oh, yes. Nice. Yes. Oh, and, um, we will be most likely doing something with some people to celebrate the anniversary of the Prince of Egypt. Yes. yes. We'll have hopefully some more information on that to announce soon. Yes. I'm excited about that. So that would be a good one coming up. So even though it's been a few weeks since we've done an episode, we've got uh, some good stuff coming. So stick with us folks. Absolutely. We have plans. We have plans, big plans. Stay with us. We love big you. Plans. We, we still need to talk about the Marvels because we haven't done that one yet. I mean, I have to see it first. So. Yeah, which is why we haven't done it yet. But, yeah. Um, I think we should just do a year uh, in Marvel movies. I don't think I want to do that this year. I No, I think we should because it's it it's the good, well, the bad, and the ugly. Next year, we're only getting one. So. Yeah, I think we should do like an end of the it's year Marvel one. roundup. Next year, all we're getting is Deadpool 3. That doesn't even count. We're getting a couple of series. Mar <laughs> we're getting a couple of Marvel series next it's year, and we're getting a Marvel Sony movie next year. Oh, yeah, there's a couple coming, that. and that they look awful. 
Yeah. Oh, Madam Webb looks so bad. Why did they cast her? Anyway, I think we should definitely do like a Marvel roundup of our thoughts. What happened this year and then what's to come. Let's do a whole episode on it. Um, We'll have opinions. And not all of them are going to be good ones. When you release a trailer and a line from the trailer becomes like an instant internet meme, you know that it's a bad movie. What's well, and they favorite? said in the description of the movie that they can't call Spider-Man Spider-Man Correct. because of the rules of the contract now. So they're calling him something else. We'll talk. Anyways, we'll talk about it. I have issues. But yeah. Why I mean, even make the movie if you cannot call Spider-Man Spider-Man? Because they need to make money. And this is Spider-Man. There's so many adjacent. other things you can it's do. Spider-Man adjacent. They it's have crazy. to, and they probably have to do. I'm so adjacent many from Spider Man. We're all Spider Man adjacent. You have a tattoo. Yeah. So, I will so say the only thing that was really exciting about Madam Web was I could show my son that they were making that because last year his teacher's name was Miss Web, and I kept saying, "Oh, Madam Web." He's like, "No, it's Miss Web," and he would get frustrated with me every time. So and now, now you feel like see. See, your dad knows who a Spider-Man character. Trust me, this kid's like a walking encyclopedia of Spider-Man characters. But uh, well, we're gonna have opinions. Maybe we should have Neil on for this episode, um, so we can really get angry. Yeah. So, all right, there you go. There are movies from the years that we were born. Hey, buddy. Yeah. No, like no regard for professionalism at all he's just gonna pop my dogs are in here snorting so we're fine (laughs) this is is how we roll on movies that make us that's that's, we're all family here real life it's real life absolutely well and until next time thank you everyone for listening we appreciate your support and uh we won't see you at the movies and they call in the apple dumpling game This has been an Age of Geek media production. 